Miss Jean, y'all souls went to the pole. Everybody souls went to the pole. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody doing? Hey, how are you? Doing fine, doing fine. That's good. It is great to hear you all. Great, great to, hear to hear you all. Good to hear, you. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear you too. Yes, yes. It is, um, it is eight, um, 8.15. And yes, we're going to go ahead and get started as far as tonight's conversation is concerned. Hold on just a moment. Let me um, see how I'm going to flow here. All right. I, I just unmuted you all just for a moment as we get ready as I get ready to share with you all. Um, I, I've been I'm, I'm kind of struggling between two two messages tonight or two things I want to share, and um, I think that what I want to do for tonight is really talk about everybody that's on this call, and I'm seeing 56, 57. We're almost up to 60. People call talk about the government and and, um, I want to read the scripture to you all uh, uh, from Romans chapter thirteen. Romans chapter thirteen. So I'm going to put you all on. And it reads like this: Let every soul be subjected to governing authorities. For there is no authority except God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you have praise from the same. For he is God's minister to your to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain, for he is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath on him who practice evil. Therefore, you must be subject, not only because of wrath, but also for conscience sake. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for they are God's minister attending continually to this very thing. Render, therefore, to all their due, taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs are due, fear to whom fear, and honor to whom honor. Now let me, if I could, also share this in what is called the message translation. Be a good citizen. All governments are under God. Insofar there is peace and order, it's God's order. So live responsibly as a citizen. If you're irresponsible to the state, you're irresponsible to God, and God will hold you responsible. 
Duly constituted authorities are only a threat if you're trying to get by with something. Decent citizens should have nothing to fear. Do you want to be on good terms with the government? Be a responsible citizen, and you will get on just fine. The government working to your advantage. But if breaking the rules left and right, watch out. The police aren't there just to be admired in their uniforms. God also has an interest in keeping order, and he uses them to do that. That's why you must live responsibly and not just avoid punishment, but also because it's the right way to live. That's also why you pay taxes so that an orderly way of life can be maintained. Fulfill your obligations as a citizen. Pay your taxes. Pay your bills. Respect your leaders. I want to, just for the time that is mine, um, to, to talk about our role and responsibilities as followers of Jesus Christ when it comes to politics and to the government. I've just read to you all before um, Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 7. And I want you all to understand that at this particular time, to whom Paul is writing, I want you to know that the citizens really did not have a right to vote. <laughs> uh, it was an imperial capital. It was an empire. And as anyone that read this particular rendering, uh, they knew that at this particular time, Paul is dealing with Nero being in charge. And so Paul is writing and trying to get folks to understand that everybody has submitted himself to governing authorities to hire authorities. In fact, what Paul wants us to also understand that when you rebel against that authority, then you're rebelling against God. And those to whom obey and do right have no need to fear authority. Now, this is where I want to help us to understand how we are called to interpret biblical text. Because during that particular time, the people had no rights the government had to respect if they weren't citizens of Rome. Particularly the, the Christians and the Jews did not have very many rights. Here in the United States, you and I have rights. And part of those rights also are connected to our ability to speak out as well as change the government when it needs to be changed through our vote. This is how and this is why we as followers of Jesus Christ are called to pay our taxes, pay our bills, and engage in the election process. As a church, I as your pastor cannot tell you to whom to vote for. As your pastor, I cannot tell you whom to vote for, but I can tell you to vote. And I want you to understand that part of being a follower of Jesus Christ is for you to engage in this political and electoral process. Why? Because you and I, as followers of Jesus Christ, have the capacity to give shape and substance to make the kingdom of God a working reality in our midst. I would dare say that what we see happening as far as this country is concerned right now, particularly when it comes to its politics, continues to undergird racism and white supremacy and white patriarchy. In other words, it is the last gasp for old white men to hold on to power. And yet, I want you to understand that the kingdom of God, hallelujah, I feel like preaching right now, 
that the kingdom of God is not connected to old white men. The kingdom of God is connected to Jesus Christ who came, parked himself among those who were oppressed, marginalized, disenfranchised, dispossessed, and dismembered as far as Roman society was concerned. The reason that the people got so upset with Jesus was because Jesus did not come to overthrow the Roman government, but really to establish something better than the Roman government, and that is the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is not top-down. It is bottom-up. And so I come to you tonight because I want to encourage you to do all that we can to bring, to usher, to have impact and to bring into effect the kingdom of God into our reality. And I want to say that the kingdom of God is not connected to the Democratic Party. The kingdom of God is not, show not connected to the Republican Party. It's not connected to the Independent Party. It is not connected to a particular race, black or white or Asian or Latino or Native American. It's not connected to a particular gender, male or female. It is not connected to a socioeconomic status or your educational level. The kingdom of God is connected to none other than Jesus Christ who positioned himself to be with those who could not really speak up for themselves. So what does the kingdom look like as we engage in our constitutional capacity to vote? The kingdom of God looks like caring for the homeless. The kingdom of God is associated with feeding the hungry, clothing the naked. The kingdom of God is doing all that we can to ensure that the prison industrial complex will stop um, having its way with black and brown people in a disproportionate way. The kingdom of God is doing all that it can to ensure that even persons we may disagree with when it comes to even their lifestyle or sexual orientation or whatever, have a right to do whatever they feel like doing because that's between them and God. The kingdom of God is an embracing community. It is the beloved community. It is a community where we help people to distinguish and to walk with God in such a way that the more they walk with God, the more their lives are changed and they become to look like God. And so what I want to impress upon you today, as far as our time is concerned before I go into prayer, is that we are called as followers of Jesus Christ. Yes, pay our taxes. Yes, pay our bills. Yes, respect our leaders. But more importantly, our ultimate leader, our ultimate allegiance, certainly is not to Donald Trump, is not to Joe Biden, is not to a governor of a state. It's not to a mayor of a city. Our ultimate allegiance is to none other than that brown brother from Palestine by the name of Jesus Christ who positioned himself among the oppressed and the disenfranchised, who looked more like us than he did some blonde-haired, some blonde-haired blue-eyed person that was painted some years ago. That's who our allegiance is to. And if we align ourselves with Jesus, then basically 
we will usher in the kingdom of God that's going to be a blessing to all regardless of his or her political affiliation. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. Thank you. Before we get ready to close, um, share with me your prayer concerns. We want to lift up Dr. Monica Redman, who father will be funeralized on Friday, and she also lost her uncle the same day that she lost her father. So we want to cover her prayers. We also found out that Brother Randy Fair has passed. We want to lift him up and his family up in prayer. I now open the floor for anyone who wants to share your prayer concerns. So you can share them at this time. Robert and Mercy Lewis. The Barnett family. Puritan family. Jackie Wilk, Jr. Okay. Wilson family. We also want to lift up um, A.J. Anderson and Charlene Anderson. Charlene, one of our newer disciples who had a stroke last week. We want to cover her in our prayer as well. And we want to continue to lift up our pastor emeritus, uh, Paul Drummond and his wife. Uh, Thomasina. Uh, any other questions? Yeah, let's look up the people yeah. who's at the voting who's at the voting polls that's taking in everybody that's coming in. Don't know whether they're yeah. sick or not. Let's lift those people up in prayer, please. Yeah. 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 Amen. They pray that they stay safe. Amen. 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 And, and Biden and Harris, please. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come before you, and as we've had this conversation as far as being citizens to you as well as to this country, we realize we have a dual citizenship. But our first and really our ultimate allegiance is to you. So God, help us to live in such a way that we usher in the kingdom of God here on earth. Help us to live in such a way, oh God, that we... Align ourselves with the same people that you would align yourself with. The poor, the disenfranchised, the marginalized, the dispossessed. The folks who have no voice. Help us, oh God, to continue to do ministry and mission for those who are in desperate and dire need. God, you have heard the concerns that have been lifted up tonight, and we want to specifically... Uh, call out, of course, the name of our disciples who have lost loved ones. Uh, Sister Lynette Parker in the loss of her father, Dr. Monica Redman in the loss of her father and her uncle, the Barnett brothers in the loss of their brother. Come right now, the loss of Brother Fares, we lift him up right now, his family. And Lord, we know that you're able to give comfort and consolation. We pray that you will move right now as only you can. We pray, O oh God, for the various concerns that have been shared this evening. 
we, you were able to hear each and every person distinctly, and I pray that you will address us distinctly. I'm not putting them in the duty-bound club, but God, you heard their voices, and we were intentional about lifting up those concerns. And now, God, um, as we prepare to leave from this call tonight, we pray that you will continue to fortify us with your strength, empower us to use our vote to make a difference in this city, this state, this county, these counties that surround us, and this world. And, Lord, as we close this prayer, we never close ourselves off from you. Keep us in your care until we're able to one day, when this pandemic is over, be able to come back together as brothers and sisters in fellowship, in the sanctuary, and in ministry, and in work, and in mission. But until then, we want to practice physical distance, washing our hands and wearing our mask so that we can curb this pandemic and be safe for our other brothers and sisters. Empower us to do that. In Jesus' name I pray. We pray. Good night.